monetizing digital services since 2004, boosting the entertainment industry by making digital content accessible for everyone. AWG, where innovation meets monetization. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, where your source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development, where we share original research, explore industry trends, and interview executives and thought leaders from across the globe. We hope you join us often for practitioner-oriented content around all things related to leadership, HR, talent management, organizational development, and change management. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. If you enjoy the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, enjoy ad-free listening by going to the Patreon page, and please consider contributing even at the producer or sponsorship level. And please leave a review. Thank you for your support. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Polina Neal about networking for career advancement and building your influence. Paulina Neal, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here, John. Yeah, it's great to be with you. You're joining us from Paris, France. I'm south of Salt Lake City in Utah. So it's morning for me. It's it's getting into the evening for you. Today, we're going to be talking about networking for career advancement and building your influence. And as I'll share here in just a moment with your bio, you do a lot of work in the women in business and women's leadership space. So we'll also be talking about that. Uh, about this topic from that kind of a perspective as well, because of course it's, it's applicable to anyone. Everyone needs to be doing these things, but I think it's, mm-hmm. it's especially important uh, for women uh, in the workplace to build proactively go about building their, their networks and developing their own career pathways uh, to, to achieve the goals that they have uh, because we know sometimes there are structural disadvantages uh, in place that make it a little bit harder. And, and so we want to do whatever we can to, build a scaffolding around those structural disadvantages to provide more opportunity. Uh, as we get started, I wanted to share Paulina's bio with everybody. Paulina Neal, PhD, is a women's leadership coach and educator. She founded Unabridged, a boutique leadership development practice based in Paris, France. She has over 20 years experience designing and delivering leadership development programs for the UN and other nonprofit organizations in Africa, Asia, Europe, and North America. She holds a doctorate in gender and in international politics and teaches on a number of different executive education programs. She is an ICFPCC certified coach and works with clients around the globe who want to have more personal, professional, and social impact. She has been published in Forbes, Psychology Today, and Harvard Business Review, and has recently launched a new online course called Network to Amplify Value for Women who want to amplify their contributions and create more value for themselves and others. What a fantastic background. A pleasure to have you. Anything else you would like to share with me or my audience by way of your background or personal context before we dive on into the conversation? Well, again, thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Maybe just an, an additional share. I think, you know, as you rightly point out, I do de- work in the women's leadership space 
However, as you pointed out, this is applicable to anyone. And I want to flag that this is particularly important for introverts, people of certain cultures, and of course, people of certain genders. So it's, you know, and and if you're ticking all three of those boxes, it becomes even more critical. So maybe just, you know, mentioning that as well. Yeah, I think that's a super important reminder. uh, And I'm excited to just dig into this now. So why don't you start by telling us a little bit more about your approach to networking? I know networking is not something a lot of, you know, a lot of people get a little Mm. bit nervous and have anxiety around it. The whole idea of going out and networking is not something they love. Uh, So how do we start to reframe that and think about networking for career development, you know, in a more positive light? Oh, thank you. I mean, absolutely. And I want to, I want to start off by saying too, I am an introvert. So this isn't something, you know, I'm not coming at this from the, the lens or the, the personality of an extrovert. I, I feel like I really know how firsthand how difficult this can be. So I feel that one of the best ways that we can start to look at this differently, to think about this differently, is to really maybe take a step back and look at what is what what do we need or what do we mean by advancement and leadership? And I think that sometimes we need to remind ourselves that advancement means that we need to make ourselves and our work visible. And a lot of times people will come to to coaching or to trainings with this belief and, and sometimes I call it an unhelpful gender myth around, you know, my work will speak for itself. Now Fair enough. This was a success strategy that usually served us well when we were in school and even in university. You did good work. You got good grades. It was more or less that simple. That said, organizational life is so much more complicated, and we really need to be able to have the skills and and the tools to be able to navigate that, and that means making yourself and your work visible. So I think that, you know, understanding the context that we're operating in is really important. I also think it's really important, you know, when we're thinking about leadership to to have a, a holistic understanding of what that means, you know, whether whether we're thinking about leadership in terms of delivering results, it's also about, you know, creating high performing teams, meeting people, leveraging um, relationships, creating relationships, nurturing talent. It's also about gathering intel so that you can make data-informed decisions. And that's not just reading reports. That's also talking to people, gathering information. You know, leadership is also about creating healthy and inclusive cultures. And to do that, that's about engaging in relationship building. And then delivering results. We don't, as a leader, you don't do that alone. You do it through other people. So leadership is all about being in relationship. It's really, in my view, a contact sport. So I think when we start to understand, you know, what what we need to do to advance and what leadership is, we can start just to understand that there is there, there's some very good reasons why we want to do this. We're not doing it just for the sake of of doing it. And I find that when when people understand the larger context and how it can help them and others, that can be a powerful first step in terms of how we start to to see networking differently. So we start to see networking as as building relationship and connection and and we want to do that based on generosity yeah. and reciprocity. 
Yeah. yeah. And if I, if I can just comment, because absolutely. I, I absolutely agree that leadership is all about relationships. Uh, you're accomplishing things through your team. Uh, mm. Leadership is not about everything you do. It's about what you uh, can accomplish through all the people on your team. And that can only happen as you build relationships of mutual accountability and trust uh, and collaborate effectively with cross-functional teams, uh, you know, across the organization and with other key stakeholders. And so it has to be built on relationships. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of times when we think about networking and we cringe, you know, you think about those mm-hmm. big networking meetings mm-hmm. um, that people get really uncomfortable about, or you think about, you know, re- cold, cold contacts on LinkedIn or like these sorts mm-hmm. of things. Um, there's a time and a place for some of those types of activities, uh, but it's, it's much more than that. And it should be you know, as you described, it should be something that's, um, you're adding value and, and it's a reciprocal kind of a relationship that you're developing mm-hmm. with people. Um, I don't think there's a whole lot of benefit. Sometimes there can be, but uh, most of the time there's not a whole lot of benefit to just randomly going around and getting, collecting a bunch of business cards for people, right? Um, <laughs> you, you want to actually develop meaningful, genuine relationships with people. That's what's going to get you to where you want to go. Monetizing digital services since 2004. Boosting the entertainment industry by making digital content accessible for everyone. AWG, where innovation meets monetization. Absolutely, Jonathan. John, um, and, you know, there's so, like you say, you want it to be meaningful, you want it to be reciprocal. You know, I always feel it should be based on generosity. But as you mentioned, we have this notion Um, almost a collective conceptualization of networking in that traditional sense, which has a really bad rap. You know, a lot of people think it's sleazy, they cringe, those large events where you're trying to give out 100 business business cards and, you know, people are looking over your shoulder in terms of how to get to the next person. So there's a lot of negativity associated with that. So I think What's very important is we, t- we spend some time reflecting on, you know, what is your, what are your challenges? What is holding you back from, from networking? And I, you know, after working now with hundreds of women around the globe, I find that there's more or less three main areas. One is time, one is mindset, and one is know-how. Now, I find that if you actually work on the mindset, the other two almost take care of themselves. So, you know, the time, not enough time, but like I said, it's usually masking something else. The mindset is this, like you rightly pointed out, those those um, images we have of those large networking events. It's sleazy. It's transactional. You know, I, I don't like doing it. And then a lot of people feel that they just simply don't know what to do. So it's important to, you know, to pay attention to that. And I like I said, I usually start you know, depending on where people's why not lands, we usually try and do some sort of a reframe. And I have a a simple 3R or 3R reframe plan. And what we start to do is we start to examine those limiting beliefs that somebody might hold around networking. What is it you think about, you know, when you hear the word networking, etc. Spend some time in that and then, you know, think about somebody you know who does networking well and there you start to to have 
start to at least balance out your view of, of what networking might look like to you. The next thing we want to do is we really want to think about reclaiming the value of reciprocity. Now, networking was never intended to be one-sided, but somehow along the way, it became very one-sided and, and almost feels transactional. So, you know, what would it feel like if you started to think about your networking in the in the context or led by the value of reciprocity? And then we also want to think about or recognize our contribution. What do we bring to the relationship? How can you help? And so when you start to, to think about it like this, you can actually start to reframe, maybe even replace uh, the limiting view of networking that you had. Or at a very minimum, you can update your conceptualization of networking to something more useful that's going to serve you and also be more useful for you. So that's one thing you can do, for example, to, to start to change how you think of networking. Yeah, I like the mindset shift idea. I think in many aspects of life, you know, we need to practice some self-reflection and go through the process of shifting mindsets and just having a new paradigm and how you look at the world. And I think that applies here too, right? So you've, you've talked about maybe a a mindset shift around what we even mean by career development, career advancement Mm. in the first place, what are, you know, being really clear about what our career goals are um, and how they relate to other life goals and other aspects, you know, holistically of of us as a person, as we move forward. Um, I think that's important and often requires a reframing because we get so often caught within kind of the broader uh, social narratives uh, and norms and values of society as a whole saying, these are the things you should be doing. This is the path you should be taking. And that may work for some people. It may not work for you. You may have your own distinct path. And mm-hmm. so just being very clear about what advancement means for you, what you're and how it connects back to your core values is super important. And then just reframing how you approach, you know, relationship building. Uh, so if we want Absolutely. to take networking, if, if networking is a dirty word to you, then let's remove it and let's talk about relationship building, right? How are exactly. you going to build relationships that are meaningful, that's, that are sustainable, where they're mm-hmm. reciprocal, where you're adding value to each other? Uh, how do you do that? And how are you going to invest time in that? Uh, I think if we can reframe those things, I think most people are going to be in a better place uh, to proactively uh, work on them. Absolutely. And I just want to circle back to what you said. You know, that's another really important point you mentioned about making sure that we are mindful of what our goals are, our career goals, or maybe the contribution we want to make, and linking your network, making sure that it's aligned with that so that you understand why you're doing this. You know, if you're, for example, you're interested in in making a career move, um, maybe to a new organization or a new function, you understand what that goal is, and then you can start to identify how making connection and building connection can help you achieve that. Or maybe it's even broader when you're thinking about your con- the contribution you'd like to make in the world, you know, thinking about that and then thinking about, well, how can connection and building meaningful relationship help you contribute more? So that point about linking this back to your or situating it in your larger purpose, I think, is very important. And those are different strategies that help you re- reframe how you think about networking. 
Yeah, excellent. And all of this then helps you to build those relationships of mutual accountability and trust with your team, uh, with uh, other key individuals and cross-functional teams across the business, with other key stakeholders, with suppliers, with buyers, you know, whatever you're talking about, it helps you to build those relationships. And you never know, I mean, you don't know how long you're going to be with your current company. And so, you may plan on being there for 10 years or for the rest of your career, or you might be gone tomorrow. You know, you never know. And things can happen almost seemingly overnight sometimes. Um, and major disruptions can occur. You may, you know, things that are important to you today may not be as important to you in five years. Uh, and so you may reshift, you know, shift your, your own kind of values prioritization over time throughout your life and throughout your career. So we always want to make sure that we're, building multiple pathways in different mm-hmm. directions to keep doors open for us. I often, I reflect, you know, I, I'm a university teacher. I, I know you, you teach also. Um, I often tell my students, I'm older than most of my students. I do have non-traditional students that sometimes take my courses um, or exec ed, you know, I have older mm-hmm. um, uh, people that are in those programs. Um, but, you know, the kind of the average university student, they're much younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm furthering my career, et cetera. But I always tell them, I'm like, I want to stay in touch with you. You're going to leave here. You're going to go off, start your career. You're going to go in different paths. Um, I might be at this point in time, I might be ahead of you, quote unquote, ahead in my mm-hmm. career just because I've been at it longer. Um, but you know, 10 years from now, who knows? I love being a professor. So I, I, you know, hope I'm still a professor, but who knows? And maybe I'm going to come to you for a job someday. Right. So I want to keep those relationships going and sustain them over time. And the same, same thing, you know, for whatever organization we happen to be in, you never know when that person that you used to work with, who is left for another company in a couple of years from now, you might want to go work with them or for them or whatever. So keep those relationships alive. Absolutely. And there are so many different things that you can do that are really almost like the low hanging fruit. You know, it doesn't have networking. A lot of times people associate it with an event, but networking is much more of a state of mind and a practice. And what we really want to be thinking about is how can I actually intentionally design my practice in a way that's aligned with my personality, my goals and my values so that I can achieve my goals and and also contribute in a way that's important for me. So there's a lot of agency too when you start to take charge, to choose how to engage in your practice. And I always encourage people to to find what works for them. So, you know, we talk about different kinds of strategies. You know, maybe one is about building your expertise or sharing your expertise, which are two great strategies or, you know, looking inside and outside your organization for opportunities, you know, speaking or, or gathering events. There's many different things that you can do. But what's important is you identify what's going to work for you. If you happen to be a very strong introvert and, and you know, the idea of um, running a workshop is overwhelming or even attending a conference, then maybe you start with something small. But the point is, is that there are things, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. What we want to try and do is find out what's going to work for you and then identify specific behaviors and actions that you can take that are going to get you closer to to building those relationships, whatever that might mean for you at a given point in time.
And so all of this then not only can help to create the types of pathways that can bring you to your next future opportunity that you don't even know about right now, mm-hmm. right? Um, but they can also help you to b- build your network of influence, uh, whether it's in your current job or future opportunities. Uh, I often you know, tell either it's people if I'm coaching them or, or students that are in my classes or, or participants in workshop, I often talk about, you know, the, the things that I have done oftentimes a decade or more have laid the groundwork for things that I'm doing today. So the successes I'm having now, the opportunities I'm having now don't, mm-hmm. they haven't just magically occurred. Now, sometimes there are, there are things that bubble up and you're like, oh, that's fortuitous, whatever. Um, but oftentimes it's been systematic effort over mm-hmm. time for years, sometimes decades that then will open up doors and create opportunities for those future um, things that you want to try to do or pivots you want to make in your career. So most of the successes that I have today, I can map back, you know, if I take the time and reflect on it, I can map them mm-hmm. back to other decisions that I've made it made over time for many, many years and those interactions, those relationships that I've built. And so we don't want to shortchange our future selves by not putting yeah. in the time and the effort today to start to build that influence. Absolutely. And I think just building on what you said, you know, not only are you advancing, possibly advancing your career, you have the opportunity to help others advance. You know, the the more you have, particularly as a manager or a leader, the more you're able to extend to your direct reports. You can also mentor, you can serve as an ally. So you're not just advancing your career, you're advancing careers, yours and others. You also, when you're doing this, you get to contribute, you you can accomplish, you can contribute more because you have a wider range or a pool of, of people, partners, opportunities, which is wonderful that you can tap into and then you have their networks as potential areas that you can also explore as well. You know, you can also access more support and also give more support. You know, it also, as you talked about earlier, it it, it also activates creativity and innovation. It advances learning and growth, you know, which you you see and you experienced yourself in your journey. And certainly I have too. And then it also allows us to amplify our voice, which is a form of building influence. Now, I also, I, I like the idea of amplifying our voice as well, because I think it's also about, you know, sharing what's important, what you want to share as part of your self-actualization journey, or maybe your professional goals. It's also energizing and it creates the sense of belonging. And then also very practically, you can build your reputation and also build your thought leadership. So it's very, you know, there's that very pragmatic side as well as part of building your influence. So a lot of opportunity. And I think that sometimes because there's so much negative association with the word, and that's why I like to, you know, interchange. It's about building relationship, making connection and, you know, networking or the the concept formerly known as networking, if I do a kickback to Prince. Um, so I, I think that it, it's really important that we not throw the baby out with the bathwater here. You know, if like you said, if it's a term that is unpalatable to you, use a different one. <laughs> but the point is, is what you really want to do is make sure that you engage in building these relationships and nurturing the relationships. And as, as you said, you can actually trace back many of your successes to prior relationships you've had. So we want to be mindful of that and really, again, design something that works for us. And there's a lot of option out there to do that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Very well said. Polina, this has just been a really great conversation. I know at the time uh, I need to let you go here in just a few minutes, but before we wrap things up for today, I wanted to give you a chance to share with the audience how they can connect with you, find out more about your work, your team, and then give us a final word on the topic for today. Okay. Well, if people would like to connect with me, I think the easiest uh, place to find me is on my website, which is www.unabridgedleadership.com. And that's one word, unabridged leadership. It's about bringing your whole self as a leader. And I have many free downloads and resources that I encourage people to, to check out. Um, I think in terms of a final word, I think it's important that we, we view networking as a state of mind. It's something that we can, we can develop. It's a practice. It requires nurturing and, and attending to like any other practice. We can do that through some mindful preparation. And that often is, is very good practically speaking for people who feel uncomfortable networking in terms of calming your nerves and and actually preparing you for different encounters and i think it's also really important i would want to say to make sure that we exercise self-care in the process especially for introverts and people who actually find this difficult you know it's important to manage our energy it's also important to acknowledge that you have taken a step and you've done something, not only to boost your self-awareness as part of your, you know, your emotional intelligence, but also to celebrate what you've done. And I think it's very important that we celebrate these, these milestones that we take. And, and that might be, especially for introverts, taking some, some downtime if this is something that does feel very energy provoking. So again, you know, making sure that we tend to ourselves in the process. So design your practice, your relationship building practice um, as a way to support your goals and your leadership and continue to, to focus on creating more value for everyone. I love it. Thank you, Polina. It's been a real pleasure talking with you. I appreciate you sharing your time, your insights, your wisdom with all of us. I encourage my audience to reach out, get connected, find out more about what Polina can do for you. And as always, I hope everyone can stay healthy and safe. You can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope you all have a great week. Do you enjoy the Human Capital Innovations Podcast? Enjoy ad-free listening by going to the Patreon page. And please consider contributing even at the producer or sponsorship level. And please leave a review. Thank you for your support. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.